Hey mamas, you're listening to the Whole Mama Podcast with Jenna Gibbons. We'll talk all things motherhood and how to build a solid foundation for our children. Our goal is to empower and educate and provide the tools to embrace motherhood and raise compassionate and confident lifelong learners. We believe that as mamas, we need to give ourselves some grace, and our children deserve the best education. I'm your host, Jenna Gibbons, recording right from my barn outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So throw something comfy on and grab a mug of your favorite drink, and let's get started. We have so much to talk about. Thanks for joining me today. Thursday evening. I hope you're doing great and you have a yummy drink. I am hydrating with water today. Um, always good to do that, right? <laughs> and as you probably know as well, being a busy mom, I often forget to hydrate myself. So I have my water. I hope you have something um, wonderful and let's get started. So this is episode number 49, Toddlers and Regretting Praying for Patience. So you may have heard that um, verse of, you know, don't you know, don't pray for patience because, um, you know, you'll be tested and all that. We're going to talk a little bit about that today and kind of tie it in, um, to toddlers, which is, I'm not sure about all of you mamas, but we are currently experiencing the terrible twos with our youngest. So, um, let's check out this first, first, this verse first, I'm sorry. And it says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also knowing that tribulation worketh patience. So generally the saying goes that God gives you opportunities to test your patience. And boy, does he do that with a toddler. So let me read that again. They often say that, oh, don't pray for patience because God will give you opportunities to test your patience. And boy, does he do it with a toddler. (laughs) So many cite, um, you know, the verse that I had just read a couple seconds ago, um, and, and some talk about, you know, whether that, you know, in the Bible, they talk about, um, you know, different verses that do talk about patience. And if it is giving, you know, if you do do that, you know, you'll be, you know, tested and given opportunities of when you are going to, you know, have to be patient. Um, but I want to instead reflect on, you know, not asking for patience itself, but rather in how we ask. So, for example, I was reading a couple blogs um, on this very topic, and um, they were talking about some different examples, and one of them being that maybe if we are yelling at our kids a lot lately, which for me, I feel like I am. 
<laughs> I feel like you probably all are, especially after, um, you know, this year. But acknowledging this will help us direct our prayers more to how we can grow as Christians and mothers. So instead of being more patient when our kids frustrate us, maybe instead we acknowledge that they will frustrate us, right? But maybe we will focus on how we respond and instead by yelling by yelling less and doing something different. Right? So instead of just, you know, praying for being more patient, because you know that um, with kiddos and especially those ones who are learning um, about their world and they're learning about emotions and they're learning about cause and effect and what no means and um, how much they can get away with, right? I have to like kind of acknowledge that that's going to happen. But for me, I have to respond on how I'm going to handle my patients, what I'm going to do in response to what I know is going to frustrate me. So in my opinion, we can always ask for help or guidance or grace or even patience. And this is seen here in in this verse. It says, if a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask for a fish, will will he for a fish give him a serpent? And this blog that I was reading really said that what, what we're talking about is that if an earthly father will not answer his son cruelly when he asks for food, why should we expect our father to be cruel when we honestly ask for help in some area? He will not upbraid or uh, of scold us when we ask for wisdom. And that's James chapter 1 verse 5. So I know that, you know, and I still say this, like, oh, don't pray for patience, don't do this. But I am confident that he will not treat us meanly if we ask for patience, right? I, I really do feel that when we ask, through, you know, from our hearts and from a place of, um, you know, <laughs> ask, trying to find grace for ourselves, that our Father will help, you know, provide us with, um, with guidance, and so as I kind of wanted to talk about that, that first, that finding that way of handling your patience as we talk about toddlers, because let me tell you, my first son, I mean, he, he, he actually, when he was three, I think we had a little bit harder time. Two wasn't too bad, but my second, Ooh, and I had just talked to a girlfriend of mine. Um, she also has two boys and said the same thing. How is, how is, uh, you know, your two-year-old doing right now? And I'm like, um, it's, it's a struggle. So my husband and I came up with a recap of toddler translation. And so we were laughing so loud and these are not even all of them, but I, I know that when I say these, some of you are gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is my life right now. (laughs) Okay. So for toddlers, one of them being no means no, but no means yes. Yes means no. Yes means yes. Sometimes yes means yes, followed by no. Right? For example, right now if I tell my toddler, and I try to redirect my 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 response because, you know, always hearing no is, you know, as teachers too, we, we always try to um, acknowledge that they probably hear no a lot at home. So to kind of, to get them to listen to you, to kind of redirect or re, re, you know, word your question. But naturally, sometimes when you're a frustrated mother, you say no. So if I say no, don't do that. I feel like it's really his way of saying, okay, I'll go do that. <laughs> right. And, and then, and then sometimes if he's telling me, you know, no, I don't want that. Or then he'll say, yes, I want that. And then when I do what he wants, he gets upset with me. 
because then he's telling me, no, I don't want that now. So it is just a lot of confusion (laughs) and a lot of frustration. Or they may say, let me do it, right? Let me do it. I'll do it. I'll have it. I'll I'll take it. You know, let me do it. And that means I want to make a mess or ruin something of yours. Honestly, like how many shirts do you have that have stain? Like I had a brand new shirt stain. I had a pair new, you know, pair of pants stain. And it's not like this thing you can get out. It's just like, oh my gosh. Or um, a pair of sunglasses. Not that I buy any that are super expensive. I buy them like at Target. But good thing I do because, I mean, <laughs> you know, or a new pair of shoes. or And it's, you know, I just, it's one of those things I think about. You just treat yourself to something and <laughs> let me do it. And then there we go. It's gone. <laughs> Um, or, you know, just the mine, this is mine, mine. And that means don't even think about touching this or I'm going to lose it. Right. Or for me right now with my little one too, is put that down means I'm going to throw this (laughs) and throws it across the room. Or, you know, I, we were watching something, my husband and I were watching, uh, I think it might've been on TikTok or something and, you know, trying to get your toddler in their car seat. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I, it is a challenge, you know, or, you know, for um, getting our five-year-old to, um, to pre-K and, and then the little one, you know, it's just, it makes it very challenging. So I think kind of tying the, these things we have to laugh at with, um, you know, finding ways to manage our patients is really important. And so I thought too, this is a quick one today, um, also just three ways to, to survive, you know, the terrible twos and the trying threes. And you may have heard these, but I think if you, if you haven't, great. If you have, I think they're a good reminder because even as I was writing this episode, it made me feel better um, to um, just to remind myself of these things. So what we try to do with... Um, with our youngest, which I think really we did and and it worked really well with our oldest, was giving two choices. Um, our youngest, um, he's just more challenging, but we're we're still working on it. And so you're giving two choices, and the result that that's going to happen, no matter what, is what you want them to do. So whether that's going um, to take a bath, or going to change diaper, or practicing going to the potty or putting our shoes on, or whatever it is, you know, you're, um, you're going to give them two choices because, you know, that gives them the freedom and independence to make their choice because they're trying to do that anyway at this age. But you are still um, shaping, you know, that situation so that you're doing it out of love, but you're also making sure that you're, you're having them do what you're asking them to do. It's just giving them the choice to, um, you know, to independently kind of do that. And, uh, so yeah, we're working on that a little bit. (laughs) Um, so, and then the second thing is staying firm with, with choices, uh, I know sometimes it's easier just to say, okay, you know, all right, go ahead. You can have it or whatever. Or, um, okay, don't worry about timeout right now or, or however you discipline. But I, you know, you, we have to stay firm with our choices, our decisions, and the consequences, uh, you know, that our kiddos are going to have if they make a, a poor decision because that's how they learn, um, you know, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, what's wrong, and what's right. 
And then the third thing, which we did a lot with our students, even if they were having a bad day, and I think we just, you know, I think just kind of got more on, on their level and their understanding, and it was more comfortable for them to talk and listen to us, was sitting on the floor at, at their level, not towering over them, but really sitting down with them and talking. Reasoning, you know, can be hard, but, um, you know, we do try to sit down, you know, if possible or wherever our youngest is and try to explain why we made that decision, why might that whatever he was about to do was going to be, you know, painful or it was going to hurt him or someone else. Um, what would happen if we didn't stop him from doing that? Or what if, you know, what would happen if we didn't come to help, you know, or a thing like if this, then that, I feel like I use that a lot with him, <laughs> you know, well, if we do this first, then we can do that. And that's actually indirectly, indirectly kind of teaching cause and effect, uh, you know, as well. Um, and also to breathe, <laughs> remember that this isn't forever. Um, but remember this isn't forever that even on my hardest days with him, I try to remember that these are challenging times, but they're also some of the most important critical times of learning and engagement with you and spending that time together. So there are days where he just is driving me insane and frustrated. He was so frustrating, but he's adorable and, um, and he's learning. And so it's, um, you know, we just have to breathe and drink wine. (laughs) Um, and so I'm just going to leave you with this verse that I really liked. Um, it is about patience and just, um, you know, I just think, I think of a way to look at it in terms of, of, you know, I think having patience too right now during this time, um, is a good reminder, you know, whether it's with our kids or in our own lives where we, you know, are patiently waiting for our lives to get back to normal and for, um, you know, people to be healthy again and, and to find, um, you know, just our sense of community. So, um, I hope that uh, this episode kind of helps you remember what patience is and, um, bring you comfort knowing you're not the only one, um, with challenging times and toddlers. And this verse says, spend some time being still before the Lord, waiting patiently to hear from him. Pray that he would keep you from fretting over evil people who seem to prosper over the ones who carry out evil devices. Ask that the Lord would help you to refrain from anger and forsake wrath, choosing not to worry since it accomplishes nothing of benefit. Claim God's promise that evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. And um, that's Psalm chapter 37, verses 7 through 9. Thank you for joining me today at The Whole Mama. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. And I'll see you right back here again. Hey, Mama. Thank you for joining me at the barn today for the Whole Mama podcast. I hope you've laughed, reflected, and learned something valuable to take home to your family. I'll meet you right back here next week. And in the meantime, focus on these important things. Take care of yourself, read daily with your children, and find times throughout the day to truly be present with your family. This time is precious, so we must embrace those moments and be intentional about it. Lastly, remember to find those things that bring you joy daily. That cup of coffee, those comfy leggings, that song or that scripture, or even that glass of wine. Whatever it is, 
make sure you find that daily joy for yourself. You deserve it, Mama. If you enjoy this show, please consider supporting it and click the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes. For more content, community, and connection, please subscribe to receive a monthly Whole Mama newsletter at my blog at IamTheWholeMama.com and follow me on social media. Thank you again for joining me today, and I'll meet you right back here for our next episode at The Whole Mama.